Hey there, everybody. This is Sean Donnelly and... This is Andy Fiore. From the Defend Your Movie Podcast. We want to thank you so much for listening to the episode. Before we get started, I, we just want to express how important it is that you guys spread the word about the podcast if you can. Also, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to podcasts because it really, really helps. It helps the algorithm of the show and it helps get the word out. It helps the podcast be more, you know, in the in the lexicon of podcasts. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm using the word lexicon a lot lately. Um, so we're really trying to get this thing going. The Patreon is working, working, working. That will be up very, very soon. And that's patreon.com slash movie. But make sure, really, review us, send us messages, defendyourmovie at gmail.com, tweet at us. All of it helps people find out about the podcast. We want to get the word out. We want people to know about this thing. Right, Andy? That's correct. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Thank you so much, and enjoy the episode. In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. Time has come again A champion must end It can only be one of us Victoria So stand up and not my friend There's a time we must defend Shut up and on and on Bring it to me Defend your moment Hello! Everybody and welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, Sean Donnelly. I am joined by my radical co-host. Wow, <laughs> Andy Fiore, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Hi, Shawnee. <laughs> How are you, Andy? I'm good. I'm rad. Yeah, <laughs> you're a rad dude. Thanks. I don't think everybody's uh, ever described me as that before. You're radical. In my book, you're radical. I'll take it. Yeah, Bart Simpson and you just, just ripping <laughs> it up on the skateboards. Radical, dude. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're very excited about what we have in store. Oh. First up, uh, how are you, Andy? I'm good, man. Did you watch anything this week? Should I, we do that? I didn't watch any movies. Uh, I did uh, tune in for most of the Oscars, which we'll touch upon. We'll touch upon that, yeah. We'll go over our scores and our recap from last week. Uh, but no, I got uh, caught up in the Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime series. Oh, like the TV show type stuff? Yeah. Uh, it, it's like a really long movie, some of those shows. So yeah, can't. yeah. What were you watching? I binged Red Oaks. Oh, which, uh, I, was, I tried out for that to yeah. be in like a threesome scene or something weird, like a weird threesome. Oh, I didn't That's get funny. it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rachel Feinstein's in that. Rachel Feinstein's in it. A lot of comics. Uh, Tom Papa's in it. Um, some other friends of ours I noticed throughout the series. It was good. I enjoyed it. It's from North Jersey Country Club. Uh, setting, yeah. which uh, that was my first job. I was a caddy in a North Jersey country club. <laughs> was it true so to I life? I felt like I had a little bit of a connection to that. I was never a member in a country club, but it seemed accurate. Yeah, and was it, it's almost like Caddyshack, but like in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit different. <laughs> Wait, where uh, uh, it was North Jersey, and it's the people that like belong to the club? Yes. And what year is it supposed to be? The 80s? It's, yeah, it's hardcore 80s. It's like 85, <laughs> or 87. It's, it's a good watch. I How's the aesthetic, like the look? It's pretty good. Yeah. There's definitely some scenes where you're like, oh, that's just like, that's, yeah. that's just like there, a 1998 a, Camry there, over there. There's a Kia Rio going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try and change that. No, I can just leave it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, I, I remember, I don't think I mentioned this last week. I ended up rewatching 
uh, most of Doctor Strange. Did I talk about? Did you talk about that? No. I watched and it was on again, and I I found myself watching it again, but I didn't I didn't finish it. Uh, that's like I think that's an underrated Marvel movie, Doctor Strange. Haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't. Uh-uh. I'm not going to ruin the ending for you, but really, I think I've mentioned this before, either on my radio show or on this. Really interesting ending. The fact that I like it. It's not your typical, even Marvel or action movie, superhero movie ending. So yeah. that's worth just to see that. And on Benedict Cumberbatch, I like that guy. I, th- yeah, I, I yeah. really like him. Those, Me too. <laughs> you watch those Sherlock things with him and the, the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings? No, I haven't, but I do like him as an actor. It's a TV show, but it's basically like three hour and a half episodes. So it's like three movies in a row. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. Not right. And he's a very charming guy. Uh, and so I watched that again. And I think it's like a really good – I remember like before I went to go see Doctor Strange, I saw it in the movie theaters when it came out. I remember being like, oh, this is going to be like boring. Yeah. It's going to be like the Lord of the Rings of Marvel. You know what I mean? Like it's just going to be this trippy, dippy – and it's not. It's pretty straight up and it's a cool story. And uh, they have the effects are really cool. And you have like good actors in it like Benedict. And then you have like Tilda Swinton in like a, a, oh. a Marvel movie. She's like the, like the old wise one. So um, – yeah, I, 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 that's what I watched. And, uh, yeah, so today what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go over our picks from, from, from last yes. week, from the Oscars, uh, and we're going to see how right we were. And I think – I didn't listen back to the tape, but I think that the winner is supposed to get the other one, uh, Mighty Quinn's Barbecue. It's not too far from the studio. I think here. it was a meal of some sort. A meal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A meal. <laughs> All right. This is the meal. This is the meal. That's now, now it's coming back. <laughs> It's funny today. I had soup for lunch today too. Oh, that one! I should talk about. I should talk about that. I should talk about what, what, who I met today. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, I had no. Right, Big meat. Talk about this is the mother of all Seinfeld references. Now between is, you and me, we've met a, a good deal of Seinfeld yes. one-time characters. Yes, there's one that hangs out at the Comedy yep. Cellar. Who, Rava? We've talked about her before. I think uh-huh, on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, I met right next door to the Comedy Cellar. I met. The dry cleaner, like Jerry, that's against the dry cleaner's yep. code, who I loved meeting. He was in some play at the Playhouse right next door to the Comedy Cellar. You met, uh, I've met, uh, Far- not Fargman, but uh, Fargman's no, Brent, assistant. Uh, Elaine's boyfriend, his real name is, is, it's like John Patrick Stewart, I believe. Yeah. He played, uh, Desperado. And you showed um, me a picture of him. I mean, we can even post the picture of you and him on the, yeah, we'll, your we'll movie do page. it. And, uh, cause I, I shot a pilot with him for Food Network and, uh, the whole time I was sitting there, I go, where do I know this motherfucker from? And, He's and, one of those. Oh, so that's where you met him. You were on yeah. set with him. And yeah, I was yeah. looking at the call sheet list, and I go, John Patrick Stewart, name doesn't sound familiar. I literally just went IMDb, and then as soon as I saw the picture, I went, Desperado, <laughs> of course. Did you talk to him about it? I talked to him about it. I couldn't hold I'm like the last day of shooting. Did he go, give you any bits of cool info that we could talk about? He said it was really fun. Uh, no, he didn't like give me any cool behind-the-scenes stuff, but... Uh, I go, yeah, man, can we take a picture? I go, can you jump into the Desperado feed? He jumped right into it. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, he if must you can get picture him all the time. That's so one of the things I asked him. He goes, I get recognized for that more than anything, anything else. I, I believe that. Yeah. I honestly believe that. Then, so that brings us to today. I went on an audition. Well, and Mickey you met, too. Oh, and the I met King Mickey, uh, Danny Woodburn, who, who performs a lot. I think he, I don't know if he's a stand-up more than he is like kind of a sketch improv right. guy, but I, I think he does some stand-up. Yeah, oh, Mickey, that, that was great. And he was beyond gracious about it and really cool. And then he, I, I saw him somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the, his yeah, favorite it's not move. good for radio. It's not good for radio. He did the table grab that Mickey <laughs> does George one of the episodes. If you know, if you know Seinfeld, you know what we're talking about. 
when George calls him a midget and he grabs the table in, in anger. It's beautiful it's, acting. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's the funniest I've ever laughed in the show. But today, dude, I go to an audition. I come out. I'm in the lobby of the building, and this lady's checking in. And it's at this point, I'm like the Terminator. It's almost like I have Terminator vision for character actors <laughs> from Seinfeld. I literally just go, Toby, from the yeah. episode. And it was the girl from the episode, I think it's The Fire. Oh, no, no, that's The Fire. It's the one where the one where it's she works with Elaine, and she goes to Jerry's comedy show, and she heckles him. Yes. And then she runs out and gets her foot, her toe, her yes. foot gets run over by the bus. You're Batman. You're Batman. I am Batman. Yeah, Kramer one saves of the, the toe. One of the greatest Kramer scenes ever. Yeah, really. When he, when he does the whole thing, he goes, now I'm driving the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and she's fantastic. And you can't miss this girl. She literally, she's like, it's great. Everything's great. Oh, really, oh God, really so great. Fun. Hi, Toby. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. Totally great. Of course you are. You're deranged. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, man. This is twenty something years later. She, uh, this woman looks exactly the same, pretty much. Her name is uh, Vian Cox, I believe. Okay. And uh, and she, I, I saw her, and I immediately went into like polite Sean mode. I'm usually a polite guy, but I was like, "Excuse me, I don't want to bother you." But I, I was just auditioning upstairs as well. I said that so that she wouldn't think I was a nut. I was still being nuts by doing this. But I was like, "Hey, I, I'm a big fan of your Seinfeld episode. Would you mind taking a picture with me?" And she was more than gracious and uh, and took a picture with me. And that was pretty much it. She had to run up to go audition. But I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm the countdown. The two shows that I take pictures with people are Seinfeld and Lost. Yeah. So if I if there are any Lost We've, people yeah. I see, I run and I, I I try to get a picture. And then and si anybody in Seinfeld, I try to get a picture. So defenders, if you're out there and you see a Seinfeld character. Or anybody having to do with the show, tweet at Defend Your Movie. We'll post it. We'll get it. We'll, yes. we'll, let's make this our mission, Defenders. That'd be great. Yeah. Should we do it like a hashtag? Hashtag Seinfeld actors? Defend your Seinfeld. Defend your Seinfeld. <laughs> hashtag Defend your Seinfeld. And then uh, tweet at us with that hashtag and then uh, post your picture. We'll post we'll ours. We'll put it on the Defend Your Movie page and we'll talk about it on the show. Absolutely. If you, anybody, anybody, it could be Jerry. If you, if you take a picture with Jerry, that'd be great. But I mean, like, any. I don't know if that one's going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He does, I don't think he likes doing I that. I told you that story, maybe not on here, but uh, I think we've all. There's an old TV show uh, at Gotham, Gotham Comedy Live uh, on the Access TV network. Yeah, yeah. A lot of comics have done it, but... It's not that old. It's from a couple years ago. There was a episode we did was Larry Miller was our host. Oh, that's right. I think you told me about that. And there you go. Another he's great. Another, Defend which I didn't even think of at the time. I didn't even make the Seinfeld connection because within he, the show. Because, because you was, knew him as a comic yeah. before. Like, I knew who he was before he was on the show. And he's still great friends with Jerry Seinfeld. So Seinfeld came up. And was like, can I do time? He essentially did 20 minutes before the TV taping. Essentially did warm-up for our taping. <laughs> <laughs> it was Seinfeld. And the crowd went, those crowds were so hot. Anyway, they went berserk for Seinfeld. Oh, my God. And then God. Larry Miller came on. Yeah, was, I don't think you get a sweeter deal. But my point was, downstairs in the Gotham green room, it was maybe one of those things where I'm like, maybe this, I'm going to meet Seinfeld. And they were all like, don't go near him. <laughs> and yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. getting makeup done. They're like, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Yep. You're like, well, it's five comics alone in the room. It's a TV taping. Maybe this could be like some sort of camaraderie thing. They were like, don't even approach him. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I know right. he's known for being like that. You know, I, I, but I, whatever. Would, the side characters are the fun ones anyway. They are, and and I, I, you know, I think with him, it's one of the things where I, I, I he was, he was at the cellar one night, and I. And even how obsessed I am, and we are with this, yeah. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even ask to go up. And and, and Ryan Hamilton kind of knows him. I was like, maybe I'll ask Ryan. And I'm like, no, 
I, no, I'm not even doing no. it because I know he'll just say no. That's the I don't thing. think I would do it with Jerry. I would die for a picture with Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh my god! But I think she would do that. I no think problem. so too. I would hope. You know. Um, so yeah, defenders out there, defend your uh, Seinfeld. Defend your Seinfeld. Be nice about it. Don't be, go out of your way and be rude. But you know. hashtag defend your Seinfeld. If you're gonna ask for the uh, the pick. Uh, tell them about the podcast, and then yeah. we'll post it online. And tell them how much we love the show. We do a Seinfeld reference every show. Uh, let's go to our, our, our Oscar picks. All right. Um, so we did a few uh, picks. We didn't do everything. Um, and somebody tweeted at us. We did forget to do uh, cinematography. cinematography. We but made I, such a big deal about it. I, I thought that we chatted about it, and we just I, yeah because the they ended was up, a no brainer for that, wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember. They ended up not doing it during the commercials they ended up doing yeah. more on the live broadcast and it became a pain in the ass because you're going yeah this is the shit you do during the commercials you know what i mean <laughs> but <laughs> well it's also oh they added more yeah. to the thing oh not just cinematography some other stuff yeah but people were just saying cinematography you need to do during the show i agree absolutely 100 yeah. percent um no host i thought worked fine worked fine was- you really realize uh, um how little the host does on those things anyway. They come on the beginning. Right. It's a song and dance little, at the top. Yeah. And, uh, and they do sections in between, kind of, and bring out maybe a couple of presenters. Yeah. But a lot of time the announcer is doing most of the legwork. Exactly. The show. Or, you know, I think a fun thing to do is kind of when you have the celebrities, let them piggyback it like a fucking open mic or something. We're like, and now, coming up next, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun, too. Yeah. It's one of those things where I think when. It was the movie podcast. It took me 10 seconds to think of an actor. <laughs> It's one of the uh, things where you uh, you're you're watching it and you, you don't realize how much little the host does. But I guess in the past, yeah, the opening the opening, you're kind of like, they're putting their brand on. Like Billy Crystal, I was like, you know, I think it was like Billy Crystal fans were watching it and, and really that, and it was yeah. almost like a it, it used to be a let's jab at the year that we just had in the movies. Yeah, I was like. There would maybe be a yeah. song that incorporated it, and they'd poke fun at all the movies and all the yes. stories of the year. Yes. That was fun. Then it became almost roasty, where you had – this wasn't the Oscars, but I think whatever Ricky Gervais was, maybe the SAG Awards or the – Well, that was Golden Globes. Golden Globes. But he got but That like, was funny, but it was just like the people in the audience. But I always thought it was fun to kind of poke – put bribes at the uh, – barbs at the th- storylines of the past year. That had to do with all the movies that were yeah. celebrating tonight. Well, Billy Crystal, they used to put him in that the was, movies. That was always good. Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I think they did that. Other people, they had bits, like, even if it was a live song about it, where they were going back and forth and making jokes about the movies. Yeah, that works great. And yeah. now I guess they don't, maybe they won't do that now. I don't know. But if they, if they go back to that and you get somebody neutral that, you know, you're not going to run into a problem, it's like, that might work better, you know? Yeah. So let's go to our picks. All start, right, start from the bottom. We're going to bring in Alex, the producer, for this. So it's... Uh, Three uh, people scoring, uh, and we'll start with the original screenplay. We, uh, Sean picked Green Book, Andy picked Green Book, Alex picked the favorite. Chalk it up to the hosts of the podcast, Andy and Sean, because <laughs> Green Book did indeed win. Yay! Best original screenplay. Nice. That was original. Yeah. Best adapted screenplay. 
Everybody in the room picked if Beale Street could talk. Really? And we were all wrong. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Black Klansman, right? Black Klansman, uh, written by Charlie Wachtel, David Rabinowitz, Kevin Wilmot, and Spike Lee. You would have no idea that those men even existed if you just watched the Oscars broadcast. <laughs> Spike Lee went up and <laughs> talked nonsense. I have no, I couldn't follow that. I'll pay anybody if they could. Was he drunk? It was, I mean, rambling. I don't think it was. I think it was excitement. He had notes he was looking at, but it was just non sequiturs. It was very weird, and it was just well. When he did win Best of, Picture, he tried to leave. You hear that? I didn't part, watch that part. No, I no, he, he tried forth. to leave. They wouldn't let him leave because you can't leave that room. Oh, really? So he he got so mad he wanted to leave, and they wouldn't let him leave. <laughs> well, it wasn't the Best Picture, Spike. <laughs> very overrated filmmaker. Yeah. You ask me. Uh, I so think the he's scores great, remain the same, but I don't like the same movies other people do with him. All right, so score's the same right now. Where we, which, what's next? Uh, what is next is let's go to Best Supporting Actress. Uh, Alex picked Rachel Weiss. Sean picked Emma Stone. Andy picked Regina King. I picked Emma Stone. The winner was Regina King. Yeah, Regina King. I did not think Regina King would win for that. I did not think that. Um, I had a feeling she was going to. I think she won it at the Golden Globes, so I just went with that. Okay. Uh, I made a pick about that. Two to one. Best Supporting Actor. Uh, the whole group picked Mahershala Ali, who was indeed the winner. The winner, yeah. We all get a point for that one. Scores remain the same. Uh, <laughs> best Lead Actress. We went Alex. Olivia Coleman. Cody, or, I'm sorry, Andy picked Glenn Close. Sean picked Glenn Close. Alex coming out of the closet. I not pl- literally. <laughs> I picked in one way. Yeah. <laughs> I picked Glenn Close because of she won the Golden Globe. That's I pretty much what I made all my picks on. No, that's not a bad way to do it. it, it, it for most of it, it works. Um, I mean, usually. So Alex ties up Shawnee. Andy Fiore still in the lead with this is a close game. The Oscar for lead actor. Sean picked Rami Malek. Andy picked Rami Malek. Alex picked Christian Bale. Two points Ooh, awarded. I'm beating Alex, but I'm not beating Andy. Two. Andy's Andy at, and Andy's Sean. at four. Sean's at three. Alex is at two. Comes right. down to best picture and best director. Best picture. Sean Greenbook. Andy Greenbook. Alex Roma. Ooh. Again. Point for Sean. Point for Andy. Comes down to best director. Sean Spike Lee. Andy Alfonso Coran. Alex Alfonso Coran. Oh. The winner. Alfonso Coran. A point for Alex. A point for Andy. No point for Sean. No point for Sean. Is that it? That's it. Oh, shit. So Andy is the winner. Andy is the winner. So how does it work? You buy... I don't buy... Oh, I thought that was... I thought you buy a dinner. You said one meal. Oh, it's the the loser buying the... I'll be getting the meal free of charge. (laughs) Uh, We gotta get a meal for... Wait, oh, but Alex loses. Alex could buy... uh, You can... uh, Yeah, I guess Alex... We'll split it. We'll split it. We'll split it. We'll buy the Okay, that sounds good. Another year of Oscars madness and mayhem in the books. Yeah, I wonder what they'll do next year. Do you think because it worked out and there was no bad press about the no host, there was... No. That they'll do it again? Maybe. I... I don't know. The more, because I feel like the world we live in now, the more murmuring there is about, like, doesn't matter, no host, no host, no host, no host. Then yeah. people go, you know what? I, there'll, there'll, there'll be a Vice article, why the Oscar needs no host every year. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And then people are like, yes, yeah, so we'll just do it. Because the thing is this, they probably, um, do they pay them or they don't pay? They yeah. pay the host, I right? It's a pretty nice it's pretty pay. hefty, right? Yeah. They'll save a bunch of cash. I think it's like a mill. Is it? Yeah. Jesus. You got to work pretty hard. 
You well, yeah. There's a lot of buildup. Yeah, I, I also think it's whatever network is broadcasting the Oscars will just decide to do their own thing. I think they should get the people that are suited for it. You know, would be good. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, but I don't know if he ever broke through that ceiling of doing it. I mean, he'd be like an Emmys host. He did something. He never did recently. movies really. Oh no, no, he was in. He was uh, all he was over in the Gone place, Girl. Right? He was in Gone Girl. But no, no, no I mean, he did an award show. He hosted something recently. That was like a couple years ago, wasn't it? All right, well, that's recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's what I mean. But he'd be. But like, why not? They can have him host. You know, people yeah, do it multiple yeah, times. I'm a little tired of him though. Are you? I, yeah, a little bit. He was all over the point. that got sick of. Just, he was in like a Heineken commercial every ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. He was he, on TV in every single rerun of. I think uh, he's a hustler. He's definitely he, a hustler. He works. Well, he yeah, had a lot of time to. Yeah. <laughs> Built up the energy. Exactly. I, I think he works his ass off. Yeah. Right, Alex? Who? Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> oh, oh, he's a hustler, all he right. Works his, he works his ass off. Good to see you yes. with us, Alex. He does work his ass off. <laughs> um, what? Uh, <laughs> huh? Alex is doing ten different things at once. Um, all right, so let's go to the meat and potatoes oh, part of the podcast. baby doll. Now that's just become the what we say every, every time before we get into <laughs> oh, yeah. this. Uh, uh, we have a big one, and we were we were debating whether or not to do it this week because we maybe we should have brought in a guest. But to be honest, we're the ones who've been the most vocal know, about it anyway. We could have brought Greg Stone in for this, but uh, uh, screw him, <laughs> screw him. Right, <laughs> Alex is our. He enemy. wouldn't be able to pick a side. I mean, and, I love this movie. Uh, I love that movie. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves like, everything. Yeah, in the middle of it, like, you know, what? you're right, Sean. You're right, Andy. You're right. <laughs> he would, or that, or he'd, to Die Hard Two would be his favorite. <laughs> Right, he'd just be a contrarian. Uh, so here's the thing, man. We put it out on Twitter. Uh, we put Die Hard 1. A lot of response. Versus Die Hard 3. Die Hard with a vengeance. And Andrew Fury of New Jersey uh, will be taking... Vengeance, baby. Die Hard 3, vengeance. Oh, I'm so excited. Versus Die Hard <laughs> yeah. 1. Holy cow. Okay, <laughs> would you like to start off and tell me... Because here's the thing, man. I think I start... All right. I start with like here's the thing though I'm happy enough to start. people online were on your side yeah so this is not a, a, a open and shut case uh, and a lot of people I agree. can't believe it's not like Saint Germain I told him before we were doing I it. know I said he, earlier he was like I can't believe you're doing vengeance I go well this is why we do the podcast exactly so tell me what your reasoning is all right well we have same director so that one's kind of a wash yeah um, yeah I think and. I don't think this is really up for that much of a debate. Better cast. Let's start right there. I know you've obviously got John McClane. You've got a better ensemble. Hear me out. You've got Samuel L. Jackson. You've got Jeremy Irons. You've got... That's pretty much it. But still, yeah. who else can... Bruce Willis. Yeah. Sam, you mean as John far as like name recognition goes? I'm saying that's those are three top-notch right there. And those are the three who carry the movie. And that to me is almost more favorable than the original. Okay, there's a bunch of no names. So that's. Uh, do you want me to re- respond to this now? Yeah, we could do it point by point. Okay, we'll do it point by point. You're uh, if you want to talk better, <laughs> it's better ensemble. You is as far as better fame ensemble. Goes, that's what you're no, saying. No, no, not a fame. I'm talking oh, better ensemble. No, 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 no. Because you want to talk about better ensemble. They have the. the Everything's very clear in the first Die Hard about who does what, and the in the third one, I, I don't know. It's more, I think it's more not more of a mishmash. Everybody, everything's clear for everybody. Like you know, you have uh, Irons has his sidekick, that guy that he tr- double crosses, right. and then his girl that they're and then the, right. they're, they're fucking whatever it is. But they're they're not as you want to talk about like just I, I don't even know how to like just 
the 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 the, the guys. Well, you've who, got Hans Gruber and then cronies. Hans Gruber, the 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 of the trope of the the the, the black guy, the black guy with the glasses, the computer guy. Okay. One of the best. That's that's one of the best things ever. That guy is that guy is quoted for, and the quarterback wow. is toast is quoted for years and years and years. But also like perfect casting, perfect setup. Uh, uh, you have the German brothers that are that are that are a big part of it. You have uh, um, who else? You have the the yeah the, the the skinny German brother, the big German brother. But 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 as far as you want to talk like bad guys go like Hans Gruber. You it it, it dwarfs what Jeremy Irons does in the no. Other are you dwarfs crazy? Such, no. Hans Hans Gruber. Those scenes are 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 just legendary. Are you kidding me? The scene with him and Ellis and the thing. Just Alan Rickman as an actor himself is is on par acting wise with with the Jeremy Irons. Like the guy has been in you know as much credible stuff. But besides that, as far as like making an imprint on things, cause it's been long enough for both movies that when you turn around and you go, what's the best part of this movie? Like Hans Gruber is like an all time bad guy. Nobody mentions. The, uh, uh, I don't even know. I can't even tell you his name. Hans Simon Gruber. Gruber. Yeah, right, Simon. Yes, that's right. It's Simon Gruber. Yes, you knew it was Simon. They're brothers. No, I, I forgot that that's his <laughs> full name. But I mean, but you don't. That's what I'm saying. I didn't think of it right away. Hans Gruber definitely has more name recognition. I'll give you that. But Simon Gruber is more diabolical, and he's doing it all for his brother. Yes, he not is, all. But what I'm trying to say it, is, which like, is even more diabolical, because he's going to go. I'm going to take down the world's economy. I'm going to get rich at the same time, and I'm going to get revenge yeah. on my brother's killer. Too convoluted, That's baby. Too convoluted. Not too convoluted. Sure you think it, it was, but that movie is fucking perfectly streamlined. And and you know, it, it, it would have been hard no, to really would, go off the no. rails. It would have been hard, easy to go off the rails. You have you have Hans Gruber, straight up thief, and then you you. It's funny because you get to the point of it, you think it's for a bigger, like when he's talking about the thing about all the people. That he wants released from prison, and he goes, I read about them in Time magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it's all for not. Like, it's all bullshit, and he just wants to steal. And then in the third one, even McLean makes reference. He goes, I know the man. I know the family. Yeah, he talks about know, Exactly. Yeah, that's but a clever, the that's good point, police work. But the point that's made, the point that's made about him being a bullshitter is way more concise and streamlined in the first movie because you're like, oh, you're all you're all in one spot. You're, 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 right. you're robbing the one boring. place now because he's literally not boring they have to amp it up it's an action movie so that's where that comes from right but you want to talk about and we'll talk about why it's not boring in a second because uh, a little later on that just the idea of Die Hard 1 changed what movies were so you wouldn't obviously wouldn't have Die Hard 1 Die Hard 3 without the 1 but like you, if you would have put out Die Hard 3 wouldn't have done it like Die Hard 3 wouldn't have made it like the idea of that uh, them hijacking a building and the idea of like it's almost like this video game land of movies before that was a thing like the idea of like getting to the big boss in the movie like you know what I'm saying yeah yeah That's that was the, it created that like, like I know I know yeah it, it came out earlier and all that kind of stuff but I'm just saying that's why Hans was a bigger badass that's why uh, I don't think he was that big uh, that much bigger of a badass I just think like. They didn't. They just made it like three. It's like here's Hans's brother, and he has a little bit. He has a bigger scheme, but they didn't make him more evil or more. You sure, know. they did. Um, there was some evil shit going on in three. He bombed. He was about to bomb a school, but he, no, he never would have bombed know, a school. But that's what it shows a little bit of humanity as well. 
I, I, there's a lot of good stuff about it. I love three, but I just don't think I think just think just the idea of what three happens is with clever one. too. It's got the riddles which are fun. One's it's clever. Great. One's one's funny. Uh, you have the whole debate. Three is funny. Those movies are do have dark sense, not even dark. They're just good sense of humor. Good sense. It's good writing. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, one, it's the idea of where like. It's the the thing of, and I, I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast yet, where it's like the thing that creates the trope or the thing that creates the sketch. Die Hard One was before you had like 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 when we I talked about I was talking with the uh, my Robert Dean the other day. It was a very funny comic and about the whole the scene in The Simpsons when you have the, the MacGruber scene where he's showing he goes the, the black partner of the of yeah, yeah, is going yeah, yeah. I'm gonna use I retire tomorrow. <laughs> me and wife my wife are gonna go. On our boat and sail around the world, and you look at the picture, and it says "the live the forever." Live forever. <laughs> the live forever. Such a brilliant. And there joke. you go. That's the trope. And they did that. That they pretty much started that. But Die Hard is a trope in itself. Before the trope existed, they created the trope. By the time you get down to okay, three, that doesn't mean that the trope can't be done better. Uh, because if you're, I, I will say it took what it started. And take, improved on it. Take any aspect of the movie. Better Which is very hard to do for a sequel. What? But, but equal. It's a great sequel, but that's what it is. It's a great sequel. Like, if you if you saw Die Hard 3 by itself and it wasn't part of the franchise, it, you would not think it was as good. I it, think it, it's having a, the Die Hard name. I disagree. I think it's a great standalone movie. That movie a, could stand alone. You didn't. You would maybe have to know a little bit you, about Die Hard you One. You need all the Die Hard stuff. In I don't it, think you in do. order because that's why you like it so much. Because you're sitting there going, like, even the lines I just said. I know the man. I know the family. It's uh, Simon. The beginning's Gruber. great. How great is the beginning? He's walking around with the placard. We can't say it on air. Oh yeah, it's a clever thing. It's, it's really got clever, the, yeah. It's you know, it's got racial tension in it. It's got vengeance. It's still. It's got the heisting. It's got. Oh man, I love it. I just I, I think you take any aspect you, of the first one. The first one was so legendary; it made a guy. It made a guy instantly famous. It made now. I'm not saying that's part of the way that's what we're talking about, but that's another a, a plus and advantage of this movie. Bruce Willis just was that one movie action star. One just right away right, badass. Well, yeah. The guy was in a freaking romantic comedy, <laughs> Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd. <laughs> the next day. Badass, like 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 badass, like became one of the big three: Stallone, yeah. Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis. That's I guess that was the Planet Hollywood guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, that's just all that action movie money, and uh, and like, and granted, it was a different time, but but no, but but three didn't three came out within that time period where like action movies were still action 95 movies, and they didn't have to have be tongue-in-cheek and they didn't have to you know yeah 90 95 was uh 88 was the first one 95 was the other one so yeah. that's not that far after it but what i'm trying to say is the first one created the i know there's sequels and everybody might call us out on this but it really did create the world like if you if the first one wasn't as as good as it was who knows if the world for three would have been created. I'll give you. Here's another thing why I like Avengers. It's it's a buddy movie. Well, the well one the other one's well the other one's not a buddy movie. It's not, but it kind of is. Well, it's his own movie with with, with with what's his name, Mr. Winslow from Family Please. Matters. Well, they're like at least he they're has talking a, on a walkie-talkie the whole time. You've got Zeus and McLean solving riddles, going across the landscape of New York City, which is another reason Avengers is better. Okay. It's got the entire city. 
at its disposal, and they use the entire city, even Westchester right, County. It's then. It's a, it's, a, it's a buddy movie, but it's not the best buddy movie. It's not the best buddy movie, but it's a great buddy It's a great buddy movie, and that's why I like it. What's the best buddy movie? This is a, a discussion that's for an another episode. But I'll tell you, I know my answer right now. Do you want me to withhold it, or do you want me to tell you? Uh, is it... Are you talking action buddy movie or buddy buddy movie in general? Comedy? Uh, action. Action comedy. Oh, I was Lethal Weapon. Oh, no. No? No. We can go at it. That'll be another one. <laughs> What's Midnight Run. Oh, yeah. I should have known. No, <laughs> I was either planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, or... yeah. That's different to you right now. <laughs> um, but great. It's it, – I don't know. That is not – I love that interaction and their chemistry that they have. They are what the – Movie will have you believe uh, or the they're an odd couple, which is great. They uh, they have that uh, racial tension between them. Zeus doesn't want to help this cop out. You know, he's a black guy who thinks he's is very much put down by the man. You know, however you want to. It was it was well, not what, as cliche yeah. as it was today in the mid nineties. Right, right, right. But yes. it's not done hokily either, if that's even a word. It's done really well, where you buy it. This guy's angry about his lot in life, and now he's got to help a cop. But he's a good guy, and he's got nephews, and he buys into it. Well, that's and that's, he helps people because you know one of the advantages of both movies is that they're not done. Hopefully. And it's Samuel. It's Samuel L. Jackson, who's been in a thousand movies. Uh, you say that like it's a, it takes away from it. <laughs> I'm trying to get myself points. This here. was before he was huge, huge. No, you're right. This helped. This him is become, right after Pulp Fiction. Yeah, this helped him become huge, huge. Um, but what I'm saying is that... My name's not Hey Zeus, it's Zeus. <laughs> yeah, I said Hey what Zeus. you keep saying Hey Zeus? <laughs> Dude, I, I'm just saying as far as like, uh, like even that Hey Zeus thing, like, is not quoted as much as, um... I, 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 come out I will... The, first off, one of the biggest the things ever. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. the quotability All right, you. the quotability, that's big for movies. That's big. You know, you put that out there and that's big. Like, it, the whole scene... Of him and with Hans Gruber in the room when uh, – and he's talking to uh, – I mean, not him, uh, with uh, – what's his name? Uh, Ellis. When he's with Ellis in the – that is one of my favorite things ever. He goes, Hans, Booby. <laughs> and he goes, Hans, Booby, I'm your white knight. And then when he calls John, he goes, he goes John, John boy. You know who that guy is? <laughs> that guy's name is Hart Bachner. He directed right. PCU. Really? Yeah, All yeah. All right, yeah. go whooping cranes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is like quotability. That's what this has for you. Might have, one might have buddy movie or a better buddy situation. They both have. It's kind of funny that they both have black and white guy buddy stuff in it. Yeah. Even though the first one has I, it. I don't know if you can call the buddy the connection. I mean, I get it. Mm, it's interesting to me. They're not going on adventures together. But as far as the like, I just I don't know, man. I think. Like as far as I think the 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 shoot uh, the shoot the glass scene is one of the le- most legendary scenes in yeah, the movie. Yeah, shoot the glass. That really, like at that point had never been done before. Like you know, it's like think about action movies before that. I'll like, give you that one. What was it? It was like more like it was more like epic movies, right? I could be wrong, but I feel like Lethal Weapon like, one was eighty-seven or eighty-eight too. Lethal Weapon was one was around the same time. It was a little bit more grown up. This was like I mean, a little had, bit more kid friendly, but even the like, kind uh, of first, was it R rated? No, PG thirteen probably right. Oh, Die Hard? Yeah. The oh, R. it was R. Yeah, it was R. You're right. You had first – you had like war-ish movies. First Blood and like Rambos were kind of you know like what this action – not I don't know how to describe it. But. It affected things because this was the first one where you're like 
And, 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 and granted, you can also you can say that maybe this is a bad thing down the road because of what the last two diehards that came out, but or just the last one if you want to be really nice about it. But it made him. It was the first. It was the first realistic where it was like this guy's not just a man. He's like a superman. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not a superhero, but he's like a superhero. There are some parts in uh, in Vengeance which, a he's coming in off a hangover. There are some times where you go. One man can't put up with all that. <laughs> I will give you that point. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, but like, Die Hard One pulls it off where you're like, ah, uh, yeah. They show him at least beaten, beaten up, and battered. The, oh, the yeah. ones later on, like after Vengeance, like he just he literally like takes down he takes down a helicopter with a plane. I mean, not with a, with a car. He takes down a helicopter at the end of Vengeance. With a, he shoots the wires down. That, that's right. That's a great. That's a great yeah. ending. And he figures it out. It's a cool. It's a cool reveal too. When with the aspirin because he hung out. A, Gruber leaves him on the boat to explode. At the uh, uh, is that Alba Varden? Alba Varden is eleven too. Which one's that one? It's like there's the New Finland. They're going to New Finland or something. Yeah, that's Canada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, he throws with the aspirin and it's or Quebec. It's that uh, trucks the Canadian truck stop where they. Yes. Right. Exactly. He, he looks at it. and He realizes that. There are no gold bullions on the t- oil tanker that they did indeed steal them. Well, I if you want, which to, I always we, wondered, how do you get a fleece that? By the way, you know when like these guys steal gold bars and shit, how do yeah. you how do you exchange that into cash? I've always every movie where like that's every heist movie, I'm always going, who who's your fence on that one? They probably got a guy. Who? <laughs> you, you gotta get a gold guy. <laughs> you gotta you gotta a ask around. Bullion. You got a bullion guy. You got a bullion guy. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have to find a bullion yeah. guy. It's like the same thing when people, but you, but you have to be, be careful because you don't want to get a bad bullion guy. No. Well, you, that's like the women that go and ask around about killing their husbands and it's a cop. Like, they just ask their this friends. This is my business. I look at diamonds what? 20 years. <laughs> I speak his language. Oh, now he speaks English. Yeah. Or no, you want to talk well, Turkey? Oh, yeah. now he talks my language. Let's talk Turkey. <laughs> I butchered it. But. That's because if you don't know what that is, that's Casino. Frank Vince. That's casino. Um, but here's the thing, man. You want to talk endings? Yeah. It's still the other one's still a better ending. Yeah, right. The one is a better it's a ending. Better, yeah. It's a good twist at the end with the aspirin bottle. All the twists are great in Vengeance. Vengeance got a lot of twists, which is cool. You don't see them coming. The, the ending for three, what? just to give myself some points here, kind of feels, even though that's a cool thing with the bottle, kind of feels like they're like, oh shit, we have to wrap it up. <laughs> We're out of money. <laughs> hey, just shoot the helicopter. You know why? I Man, maybe you're going to win this one, but... Vengeance does run a little long where you go, it's one twist after another. Then they're in the aqueduct. Then they're in the uh, yeah, on the oil yeah. tanker, and you go. And they have there's a tri- and it, there's they a- justify it all, but you go, all right, let's wrap it up. Damn it. Yeah, and they have the the, the truck driver trope in the, in the aqueduct. I love that guy. And he goes, and he's like Chester A. Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just happens to know all the. But when it comes to one, like the ending of one, that's badass. And that shot of him going yeah. down the building's badass. Yeah, and. Just the taking place in a skyscraper. Nakatomi Plaza. There's the thing, man. And I'm, I might be wrong about this, and maybe I'm talking about my ass a little bit, but there's something about heights that, like, 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 like people start. They see something taking place in a skyscraper. That's why The Rock could just come out with a movie called Skyscraper <laughs> yeah, yeah. because people think like, "Oh my God, is it going to fall down?" I think after 9/11, people are just like, just we're scared about skyscrapers <laughs> yeah. all the time. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. I think that's a better locale than what they do. You're right. Like the, the Die Hard Three, even though there's a lot of twists and stuff, there's a there's a drag element to it. The, the other one, it doesn't drag at all. It's also more succinct. It's less. Time. I wouldn't say it's a drag element. It's, it's exciting the whole time. 
I would say it's just kind of like, all right, let's let's wrap. It's not doesn't drag. That's the wrong way to describe it. Well, that's drag. But going, you know what I'm okay, saying? Let's, like, let's enough's enough. I yeah, think. But I think have. I know they couldn't have maybe the one locale because you're not gonna, just going to do the the same thing over and over again. Uh, but what I'm saying is, uh, they should have. It should have been a little bit more contained than it was. Well, I'll tell you, it ends on a nice note. He calls his uh, wife Holly. Again, yes, very nice. But it's like, but like once again, it's like uh, you're 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 doing the, the due diligence. You're you're closing yeah. up. The, like also, also, he probably thought they probably thought this might be the last one. It should at been. the time. It should have been the last one. But they probably thought that at the time. So he's like, let's wrap up all loose ends. Yeah, here goes the helicopter. Let me call my <laughs> wife. We're back together again. Everything's happy. I don't even remember. I know what was the one that followed. It was like twelve years later. It was two thousand seven. It was live free or die hard. It, yeah, and it, it was one, that Justin Long, right? Oh. And just it's just Justin Long complaining the whole time. <laughs> uh, and I like Justin Long, but like it, it, that movie and that one, then the one came out after it, like the Russian in Russia or the Russians, and it's I don't even bad. Know I've seen that. I forget what it's called. Another Day to Die Hard or oh, something maybe, like that. Yeah. It's something like that. But it's like, but at that point, like if you start naming it like that, where Live Free or Die Hard, Another Day to Die Hard, where then it becomes. They're just saying he's Bond now. Now he's yeah. Bond. Yeah, and he's just a secret agent. Like that doesn't work with Die Hard. That's why they should bring him back to brass tacks. But yeah, so basically, uh, when it comes to Hans, when it comes to the bad guy, better, better ending, uh, better, bigger, <coughs> bigger action. Yeah, bigger because they blow up the top of the building. What's bigger mm. in three? The helicopter blowing up. Oil tanker blows up. The oil tanker. Uh, fucking uh, the world's vault blows up. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, to be honest, uh, one, one story I will tell you is uh, when I was like, I don't know, 16, whenever that came out, I was 17 when that came out, right? And we came went to the city of skateboard and we were down in that area. <laughs> yeah. And they were filming. They were filming it. And in that area, in Wall Street, when they do the whole bank. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. And, um, and we saw the – I think we saw some of the actors. We couldn't tell what was going on. We didn't know what it was. But – that whole subway explosion thing and the vault thing, there's a bunch of ice everywhere. So they must have had real explosions, and that's how they put uh, it out. Like, I don't know if it was ice or some kind of, like, um, material. You know how they have in uh, in um, fire extinguishers and stuff like that. It was just – and the guys, they were sitting on top of the whole thing. And they must have just done the explosion. But we were like, whoa, what is that? Like, we were freaking yeah. out. But it was pretty cool. How about rewatchability? Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, uh, with, I which was more rewatchable? I, I will watch three uh, flip tests. Any day I watch, sit down and watch three. Hold on, you don't watch, you don't go right back to one. I don't go right back to one. What? I know that are sounds you, ridiculous, but crazy? I love three. I love three. Oh my! I know God. one so well. I just, it's just go. Yeah, well, you know what's next. Reason. You know what's next. You, you know what's next. You haven't seen three as, as much. I have seen it a shitload, but three after seeing them both almost the same amount of times. I'll amend it. I'll say up until a certain point. Up until like they get out of the city. Then I'll probably flip away. I'll give you. I'll give you a great. There's a great scene in three that I want to mention that I'll give to you. That when the guy he kills his friend, they kill the the, the uh-huh, Germans kill, uh-huh. and then he wears the guy's badge. And in the, in the earlier on, they have a call back. <laughs> he wears the guy's badge. They're going down to the vault. Great. And yeah. Through the the, right the reflection in the elevator, McLean sees that it's his friend's he's, badge. And McLean's does something. He's anybody see the lot of numbers? Yeah. Today? And he goes, he goes, yeah. You know, he goes, those are my numbers. And he just starts <laughs> shooting. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> I realize this. I'm a big fan of any fight scenes that happen in an elevator because 
if you can, that's like, it's like Captain America has one too. It's unbelievable. Yeah. If you can choreograph a fight scene in an elevator, you're a fucking genius. You know what's funny? Sin is on a completely unrelated note today. Up, uh, I had you two, fought somebody in an elevator. I had two. I had three perfect elevator rides today, where I got on the f- lobby I, by myself. 37th floor, no interruptions. Three times, which is a fucking super and, rarity. Yeah, and you're a building. It's, uh, yeah, it's there's always insane. stops. Because it's, gi- it's a giant building. So much to the point where I go, that was a banner day. <laughs> Red letter day on the elevator. Well, that, did it physically put you in a good mood when that happened? It, did, it totally did. <laughs> and then I went and did my taxes. On the elevator, going up and down, it had a door close button that responded immediately. Is that not the best feeling in the world? Yeah. You get a door closed and it immediately goes. Yeah. Because there's so many, you go, you motherfucker, you're also, just faking me out. You're just a placebo. That's what people think it is. Yeah. They go, it doesn't really work. They say that and the and the crosswalk signs, they say that. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't think it is. There's I think f- some oh. of the ones, they uh, deactivate. Because like, I they're think all so on too. a timer and stuff like that. Oh, but I think if you're in a small it. town and you Beautiful. hit the crosswalk, I think you actually do affect the crosswalk. Uh, but so I'll give that scene's amazing, and there's some good stuff like that. But um, and then the, when he ties him up and puts him on on the, the explosive stuff, and he gets out of it by using some of the stuff. That's a cool like that's also a, a, kind of a Bond scene to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I think overall, when it comes to it, I think rewatchability. I think the first one, I, I've seen the first one a lot. Yeah. So I, in my back of my head, I'm like, do I? Is it past your flip test? Are you watching it every single time it's on? Like Goodfellas? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, not yeah, me. yeah. With with with, good, with with yeah. And to be honest, at this point, now that I'm thinking about it, definitely because I haven't actually seen it on TV in a while. The uh, first one. So if it was on, I would leave it on immediately. I'll go ahead and say this too. I don't hate Die Hard too. I don't, I don't hate, hate Die Hard too. <laughs> it's like, it's just not. It's not even close. to I the, caught it months ago. Watch the whole thing. It's better. It's, it's better just, now than it was when it came out. Yes, I agree. And it's it, it's, it's a much lesser movie than its uh, brethren. Than its than its wingmen. Yeah, but and uh, it's got John, not John Amos. Who's in it? John Amos, not a John Amos. Um, I can't. Uh, that's gonna kill me now. I forget the guy who's in it, but uh, but it's not. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's not People terrible. People like to write it off, but I think it's fine. But it was the one that followed one, and that was such a huge impact. Sweet snowmobile and scene. Yeah, yeah, and with those, the, with the, the switch on the um, the ammo, where they have the if they have the red tape. It's one, it's it's yeah. blanks. If they have the blue, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will tell you that's what I, that's that. Also, you're kind of making my argument for me. I'll tell you why. Be, well, in a way, because I'm going to connect the dots. See the 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 thought process of two was so low because of how much one did and how good it was. So uh, one, one came out. I don't know about that. Uh, absolutely. How not? How not? The three. That, because but back in the day, didn't you think two was shit? You didn't like it right away when you saw it. You were like, this isn't the yeah, building with And Gahan that's why Gruber. three is great, because it overcame that. It's, uh, it's so good. Well, three, it's... Well, because they realized they had the two, and then they, and they were quality filmmakers. Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 are really good. Both of them. Back-to-back Let's sequel. not say... It's not that good. I was defending it. Two? But, it's not that that good. Oh, uh, which one? Die Hard 2? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I'm saying Lethal Weapon 1 and 2. I'm saying those are two. Oh, like, I'm so, sorry. I thought so you, I'm sequel, sorry. I misheard you. I'm, I'm the reason you. I bring those up is because a sequel can be really good, especially when it's those kind of classic guys making them. You Best know? one? Four. Of, 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 <laughs> I'm kidding. With, with Chris Rock? Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, no, but what I'm saying is... I just think as far as the impact on movie making itself uh, just mentions 
uh, uh, just quotability. Uh, like if you, that's why I win. Because I'll tell you why. Because three and you can at least say. So as far as the movie movies go, they're equal as far as how good the movie actually is. Even if that's the lowest that you can say. I think one's better. But even if you're going to say, would you say one is worse, a worse movie? Or you just – I can't use that language because it's not worse. It's a great – I love Die Hard. But yeah. Do you think part of it is – I think three is a better made movie because they've learned what they can do better. So it's a, it looks a little better. The action sequences are a little better. You ever notice this? That one, they've learned. One thing I did tell you, they must have screwed up in filming the first one. Because I don't know if you noticed, but if it was ever on TV in like the 90s and the early 2000s, for some reason, the way it was shot, and if they shrunk it down for TV, everything looked elongated. Yes. So, yeah, I do you remember do that? that. Remember yeah, that? I think that's what now it was, it's edited for TV. Edited for TV, I think right? I we grew up with it looking like that, where things are just going to be a little off. But more so than other movies that would go on TV yeah, didn't have that. Especially the drop, the, the Gruber, yeah. Yes. That scene when he's falling, you're always like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> so, but that's a, a great ending scene, a great movie overall. I would say, um, I, I, I mean, I just don't see what about three totally trumps. Because here's the thing, man. You say cast. They both have great cast overall. If you want to think about about famous, there's only a couple famous I people. I think three's and that's a better acted movie, Die Hard too. already existed. What? Three's a better acted movie. Yeah, it is. It, uh, I'll give you that. <laughs> I wish everybody had a visual on that. <laughs> what, what did I do? It was just so stoic. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it is a better. It's a better acted movie. Again, it's it's but, but you, it's, seven years later. You've grown as an actor. You've grown as a filmmaker. You've grown as a director. You've grown as a, you know. So I think the first one's more. I think there's more. It's more fun. I think it's definitely more. All right, fun. I think three's more fun. But and that's that's just again we say this all the time. I can't. It, I can only argue so much a movie I love. Which I, is know, that, I, I know, I know, I know. So to find negative points about it is, is but, hard. But, but, but I think that's when it comes down to what, how does it edge it out. So I'm, what I'm saying, it edges it out. The aftermarket effect of it, meaning like the non-film portion of it edging it out, I'll, is the impact that it made on, on uh, pop culture. I'll and, give that to you, yeah. yeah it, but, quotability. But, and, and, and to be honest, like... Definitely, cool. and, I, and I don't think that's a cop out because I'll tell you why. Because three I, could have done I, I the same it thing. It's twenty years later. Three could have the same exact impact. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it could have had a resurgence and could have had the same impact. I give you that. And uh, like quotable, and actually two. Lethal Weapon two is more quotable than one. And I know I keep going back, but they kind of See, remind I me. Can't of each even, other. I can't really diplomatic immunity. Yeah, that's but two. I can't go to it like as quickly as I could. One or three. What in terms of quotability in Lethal Weapon? Oh, I keep hearing Die Hard. Oh, when you no, keep no. Seeing I know Weapon. because I go to it randomly. I'm saying those. <laughs> I keep you. The reason why I bring up Little Weapons is because it same time period, action genre before the action genre became what it is now, which is like a reaction to what it was early 2000s, 90s, and late 80s. Like meaning like that the guy people who grew up on that well, are making the ones that now. So they're they're doing it. Fast and the Furious. It, it's not. I'll counterpoint one with you, where I think uh, three has more quote uh, is uh, uh, Quest for the Holy Grail over Raiders. Oh, which is another uh, hot uh, one we have in the queue. Yeah. And I think you're with me on that one. Holy Grail. Um, I oh, mean, yeah, uh, yeah, not Holy Grail. Is it called? Yeah, yeah Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Yeah, I'm. I think it's the best one. Me too. Yeah, I know. I, we we should fight somebody on that. Yeah, uh, but but when it comes to this, I just think. 
the president, the reason I bring up lethal weapons, lethal weapons, is because <laughs> the president has been set. Like, the sequels, like, a, a movie similar to it can have a better, be better than the original. I think, too, on the lethal weapons, I think, too, is better, and it, it was more welcomed by people than one was. So, technically, in that, with that logic, three could have totally trounced on number one, and it didn't. It, it held up. Yeah. It holds up I'm to this day. You watch one to now, now you watch one, you watch three, two now, and it, but you watch yeah. one now, and and it has it's more legendary. It has. It, 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 I think it's that's watchable. where that Mendoza scene comes from. Is more lethal weapons than diehards. You think it's so? The black partner or the white partner, and it's a oh maybe it, you know. Uh, oh yeah, maybe I think, it is. Yeah, it's more well, you know what is? They're partners in the. They're actual. They work for the same police force, <laughs> and they're partners in the in the show in the cartoon. Right. So I thought it was like a Danny Glover character, but it might be Mendoza. <laughs> He goes, oh, Troy, stop being crazy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not not as good with the lethal weapons as the diehards. Lethal weapons I loved. I loved. You had to see Patsy Kensett's boobs when I was like 12 years old. That was always a good plus. Yeah, my dad took me to an R-rated movie. He took me to Die Hard, too. Um, But so I think when it comes to these, yeah, like uh, I love love the idea of, of... that model of it, like the model of three, you can you can compare that to a million action movies after the fact. Die Hard. If something is in a building like that, like when Skyscraper <laughs> came out, uh, the, come on, I was like, family's in there. Well, that's fucking Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, it's Die Hard. Yeah, it's Die Hard with your family in it. Like, and yeah, and actually no, it's still Die Hard. It's, it's Die Hard. Your, your kids are in it. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Like so, yeah, everything in a skyscraper is Die Hard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? My buddy told me, he goes, are you going to go see that movie where uh, The Rock fights a building? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yes, I am. Um, But you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's not thinking Die Hard when they've seen that movie. Of course. Yeah, so there you go. That's why it's more legendary. Yeah. So you can never again... You can never make a movie like that again. But, like, you could make a movie that's similar. You could have ideas from yeah. the three and, put, right. and throw it into a movie. But the minute you go Skyscraper and yeah, Terrorist, yeah, yeah. people are like, yeah, Die Hard. Because even, like, um... I'm trying to think if there is any. There's nothing else. Because they stopped doing it because it was so... It was yeah. so... Well, they they I, just I mean, nailed it. Not, I, yeah, all right. So let's see who won. You want to ask Alex? Alex? What do who you think? Who won, Alex? Now, now, John, I gotta go with Die Hard. Hey, no, no, no. Is that your personal opinion or based on our argument? Ah, uh, personal opinion. Oh, yeah. did you listen? <laughs> but, you didn't listen but, no, <laughs> that's basically what's happening. Yeah, I know. He goes. Uh, I would have to say, yeah, Godfather Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I, I think Die Hard Two. Die Hard Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, yeah, one thing I just thought of that is weird. It was never spoofed. Die Hard. Not that I know of. It probably was. It probably was spooked in other things, maybe, but they never did like a straight up. It's weird that they didn't do like a whole, um, just a movie that was just a uh, like a like a how yeah, naked I, I gun, but for Die Hard. Yeah. That's weird. I don't. I can't recall any. There's not. All right. I thought maybe I was about to say Hot Shots does Die Hard references, but they don't. They do Rambo. He does Rambo. Right. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 
I think that I won this one. I don't know. We have no way of knowing who won it. But well, that's why we uh, like the yes. input of the defenders. We'll put it on the defenders. Defenders, email us uh, defendyourmovie at gmail dot com. Let us know your opinions on it. Did we forget about anything? Uh, oh, you know what? I'll I'll pull out. I, I always do. I'll pull out a wild card. Thing. There you go. I walk away. We we'll leave for the night. I go ten minutes later. I go. Ah, I had another point. I forgot. I just thought of one. The the fucking I'll I think I win right now. The first one has the chain fight with the big German guy. Yeah. And the hanging from the chains. Come on, is that one of the most brutal things you've ever seen in a movie ever? I mean And the guy survives packed with Germans too. Germans, but not hanging from chains. I'll give you a very cool scene though in uh three. Go ahead. Which is when they're breaking into the vaults and the guy is the security guard is watching them come through on all on the Come up the floors on the monitors, and it's during the na 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 na. Yeah, yeah. To come marching home, and the chick, yeah, just comes in and just marches in She's with like the samurai sword, Sonya Blade. That's a Mortal badass Kombat. one. That's a badass death scene. That's a badass death scene because he just kind of does the ah does not beat the chain <laughs> no, fight. I'm right. sorry, it does because that's one of the most badass things ever when he's like. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's, like freaking us. he's freaking out. Uh, that is one of the best things ever. And then he thinks he kills him, and then he shows up at the end. Yeah. That's another thing where it's like uh, you th- they they created that, like thinking somebody's dead and they're not. Like, that, it's a biggie. I, that, that scene has that a great, like, uh, diehard comic relief, though, uh, at the end when Simon goes, I think he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, another great comic relief in the first one when uh, he kills one of the guys, sends him down with the sweatshirt, and the sweatshirt says, "Now I have a machine gun." <laughs> ho ho ho! Yeah, <laughs> damn it! They're great movies. <laughs> They're great movies. Uh, let us know what you think. Also, tweeted us at Defend Your Movie on Twitter and uh, hashtag Defend Your Movie on Instagram. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, I and felt- keep it, you know, polite. I know it's a real. Th- uh- uh, or they energy. get shitty. They yeah. get shitty, right? Well, yeah. people get real passionate, and that's fine. But you know, we're human beings. <laughs> yeah, please don't hurt. Yeah, people yelling at me. Go, how the fuck did you think of that, you piece of shit? I hope your dad dies tomorrow. I'll go, no, relax. <laughs> Take it easy. It's a movie. We're just talking about movies here, dude. Uh, anything else you want to plug, bud? Uh, yes, I will be in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut again this weekend. Me and Gary Veter are real white people schedule. <laughs> the uh, Fairfield Theater Company, which I've heard is a very cool, fun show. So come out and yell uh, at me. Uh, we'll talk some movies, and uh, I believe that's it until later in March. So follow all my tour dates at andyfiori.com and uh, on social media at Andy Fiori. Um, and if you are a SiriusXM subscriber. We're, we're, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I want, to do, I want to do a thing. Just like how Greg said he had the potato thing, that like people bring out a potato. Oh. We're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to do Andy's thing for the podcast. If you see him in the show, at, not during the show, <laughs> afterwards, go up to him and go, how the fuck could you like yeah. Die Hard 3? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if yours, uh, that'd be great. That'd be funny. Uh, the I, Raw Report is what I was going to say. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Every Thursday at 4 p.m. on Sirius XM Raw Dog. It's a fun show. We interview comics and celebrities and people in entertainment. It's it's fun. Should tune in. I am at Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me there. 
And I will be oh oh uh, the right when uh, two days after or th- uh, the Monday starting the Monday after this comes out I'll be at the Comedy Cell in Las Vegas for a week. So if you're in the area, nice. it's at the Rio in Las Vegas. We have two shows a night for a full week. So no excuse not to come out and say hello uh, if if I'm there. Now Andy can pick what my thing is if you want. Oh, I wasn't prepared. What should they come? I know. Sorry, I just thought of this now. <laughs> and then you have to come up to me at the show if you're a defender. Come up to me at the show and say... How the fuck do you think? <laughs> Dude, I forget these as soon as we tape them. I know, I know. It's I so know, hard. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have one the, the day of. Uh, what know. are some ones we did recently? I no, can't even fucking remember. It. But like, you can even say fuck you. I don't even... It doesn't matter. <laughs> fuck you from Andy. You say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, but definitely come out. Come to the shows. Uh, and then I also I have a show once a month on series. It's called Celebrate. We do it on Raw Dog ninety nine, uh, and th- hopefully that will be going weekly soon. I'll we'll keep you. De- I'll keep give you details on that when they come out. Um, and yeah, we are at Showbrew Studios. That's showbrewstudios dot com. Uh, you can check out their website. Also, they have a YouTube page and an iTunes page where you can check out all the amazing uh, Showbrew Studios. Uh, podcasts. A lot of them are run by our friends and that are super funny, so make sure you check out the stable of Showbiz Studios podcasts. And that is the show, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Here's a time.